This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. In keeping with our theme of dominion, if you're just joining us, we have announced that 2023 is going to be our year of dominion and everything that we teach is going to take us towards the space of dominion. I spoke about it last week and I put a Godfidence in you. A Godfidence is a God kind of confidence that I will not burn. Those who know their God will do great exploits for him. We saw that last week in Daniel and those three Hebrew boys that those that know their God will do great exploits for him. I'm going to populate the theme of knowing God and building a strong, strong spiritual core. Are you ready for that? Nebuchadnezzar, he was a a, a strong, strong, he was a superpower. But we learned last week that no superpower can go against the supernatural. That our God is altogether powerful. He's omnipotent, he's omnipresent, he's omniscient. Therefore, he instructed, he instructed, you will never, ever make a graven image of me. You can never see a graven image made of the God of the heavens. Because they have not seen him, they have not touched him, they have not uh, endured, encountered him to such an extent that they can even build him. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, that which God is. This morning, I want to talk to you about the operating system by which you operate. And I want to build this morning on man's operating system. Are you ready for this word? Amen. By design, man was made to operate by the spirit. If you go back to Genesis, he created first man in his, in his spirit. Man is made in the image of God. And then God formed the body, gave him his mind, took the spirit. Your origin is your spirit man. Uh, we have computers in the building and you have computers yourself. When you buy the computer, it comes with what we call an operating system. Uh, you have uh, the Windows. Windows is a system, a language that, that helps you communicate to that device. If you have a MacBook, a MacOS, um, the operating OS, the Mac operating system for Apple. Uh, you can't take Windows Excel and run it in Mac OS. There's a different language. It has to recalibrate itself. It has to change its language. Um, Word document on Windows operates as pages document in Apple. So, so there has to be a conversion of the language. Uh, an operating system is the core set of software on a device that keeps everything together. <clears throat> Are we together? Proverbs 18 verse 14 says, The spirit of a man will sustain him. 
So there's the spirit of God in there. You think it's your body that's keeping you together. No, you're joking. It's your spirit, man. Your mind. You think, some of you think it's your mind. You can, you can, you can lose your mind, but your body can still be alive. You can... Be in a vegetable state. As long as the spirit is inside that body, that body will. But let the spirit leave to be absent from the body and be present. You did. You remove the spirit man. So it's your spirit man. Somebody say spirit man. Now, only spirit can touch spirit. John 4.24, it says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what? In body and mind. No, in spirit. Your, your spirit man, your spirit. And that's why last week I told you, put your hand on your belly. For out of your belly shall live, flow rivers of living water. When you worship in God, you will feel something churn on the inside of you. That's why when you have a good laugh out of your belly, you feel excited because your spirit, man, is happy. <clears throat> so your mind and your body cannot touch a spiritual realm. Your spirit chamber, the spirit chamber is calibrated to enter into realms of the spirit. You, can, you, you touch God, you worship him. Your spirit, man, ascends into a realm. I want to talk about a realm this morning, just, just to deviate from the realm. But let me just, just, just give you one more scripture. Jude, only one chapter in Jude, Jude verses 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourself up in your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit. Build your spirit, man. Build. That's why when you leave church, some of you looking around and you're taking notes, you've already counted the 36 bulbs and the undercounter. There's a thing there that's set up on the top that gives signals. You're joking. Church is an altar, man. That's why you're so dry. Even the fish in, 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 in Cape Town, the dried fish, is more moist than some of your spirit because you grew up in the church. And the worst thing is to grow up in the church. You become so familiar with the church structure. You can walk in and nothing can happen to you. You're joking. You must touch God. Not with your hands. Not with your body. But you touch him with your spirit. As a matter of fact, when you walk into the building... You must walk in and say, today, I'm going to have an experience like I've never had an experience before. I want to talk to you about a realm this morning. Your spirit can enter into a realm, but the realm can also enter into your spirit. I was studying and I looked at uh, when God told Noah to take these people into the ark, take his family into the ark. And also take all the animals, two by two and seven by seven. Two by two, the uncleaned animals. Seven by seven, the cleaned animals. Why? Because when Noah is going to come out, he's going to establish an altar. And for the altar, you must put a sacrifice on the altar. 
and he's going to take some of the clean animals, not the dirty animals, that which was counted unclean, but that which was counted clean. God will always give you provision for a sacrifice. Everything that you have comes from God and what I've given to him belongs to him. Chronicle says that. Whenever God demands a sacrifice, he already makes provision for the sacrifice. Whenever he asks you for a tithe, he'll give you 100% so that he can, you can give him back his portion. God will never ever, is no man's debtor. He'll never owe you a thing. You may owe him, but he will never owe you a thing. If you don't believe it, say nothing. If you believe, clap this morning. And I was thinking about it, that on, even on the earth, God tells Noah, build this ark. He gives him the dimensions of the ark. And whilst Noah is building it, people are criticizing him. But uh, when the rain is ready to come, and Noah has led all those animals and led his family, God says, now Noah, go in. I'm going to shut the door. And God shut the door. You know why God shut the door? If Noah shut it and he heard the cries of people, his emotions will cause him to open the door. Now you say it's a bad God, but he's given several warnings. He's talked, he's given, he said he's going to send this. He, he's given the, the, the situation. But that's a story for another day. But I want you to picture and understand. Can you imagine taking every animal of the earth, of all species, and putting them in this ark? Ooh, can you imagine the smell? What's the lavatory situation looking like? What's the cleanup situation going to be? What's the oxygen levels because there's only one window? What's the supply chain for the food, for the water? Our water gets cut off, your lights go off uh, for a night and a day you are panicking. What's going to be the situation with all of these things, the supply of this. But those people didn't enter into an ark. They entered into a realm. Come on, talk to me. They entered into an atmosphere where the presence of God was. I'm coming to talk to you about the Ashbury revival that you were reading about and you were seeing. And for 10 days, people are going on and on and on. The revival will come when you throw away your watch. I learned that one thing that I saw. Revival will come when you throw away your watch. I saw it when I took a group of camps, uh, people, to, a youth group to camp uh, one day. And we were in Cononia and I was done with the session. And I said to them, if ever you want to pray tonight, I'll be here praying. And you, you can come and pray. And slowly whilst I was praying, two voices Three voices. And then the room got filled with all of those voices. They came not because there was a shutdown time. But they came for connectivity. And the glory of God moved. Some of you were in the camp meeting at that time. Am I right? Shireen, Brian, and Luann, and all of those, that, those people that grew up with me. And there were demons manifesting. The day you throw away your watch. And you give God the space. You'll have revival in your life. I'll tell you why. Because God operates from a realm outside of the earth. Now the earth rotates on its axis and revolves. It rotates on its axis and revolves. The revolution gives it 365 days. Causes four seasons. 
the rotation gives it 24 hours causing time when God looks at the earth he's outside of the realm of time that's one of the biggest things with you if you give God time God will cause revival to hit you wherever you are. You can be in Ashbury, you can be in Kentucky. But if you give God and say, God, I'm coming to meet you. And I will not move lest you move upon me. God, I bow my knees. I bend my head. And here I am to worship you. Here am I to bow down. Are we together this morning? And so, here's the four things that cause, cause a realm and a dimension. I want to teach you this this morning. Four things. Number one, the power of God. If the power of God is there, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna sense a realm come in. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Number three, the glory of God. And one scripture says, and his train filled the temple. Called the, the Shekinah glory of God. And the anointing that is present. If you can have a combination of two, if not all four of this, you will have a realm. And that's why when you come into church, pray. I pray God let, when we, when we pray in the mornings, I say, God, let your glory be in this place. Let your presence be in this place. Let your power vest in this place. Let the anointing of God be in this place. For it is the anointing that will destroy the yoke of bondage. And so when these are present, you are sustained in a realm. You feel that you are in the presence of God. Are we together this morning? Now let me talk about the faculties of the spirit. Apostle Ben, how are you? Come and sit here, sir. Let's welcome Apostle Ben Achero. Of all the meetings in South Africa and Durban you could have went to, I'm not sure why you're here, but we welcome you, sir. There are faculties of the Spirit. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. The Spirit of God shall rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Somebody say, I want that. The Spirit of counsel and of might. The Spirit of knowledge. Can you see there is the Spirit of it? Now let me say this to you. Because the, the, the composite, the main part of a man is his spirit. Not your body and your mind. However, your mind can come under the influence of a spirit. I'm going I'm to justify that just now because it can come under the, 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 the influence of the Holy Spirit. Or it can come under the influence of a demonic spirit. It all depends on what your body and your mind wants to open itself up. I'll talk about gates just now. So spirits can power thoughts. Spirits can power and trigger imaginations. Spirit can inspire you. You know, you can sit in this meeting based on what's going to happen tomorrow and you're all blank about tomorrow and suddenly the Holy Spirit can give you, give you a thought. 
You can become inspired with a witty invention. That's, that's the work of the Spirit. So when you come here, you have that. A spirit can use the infrastructure of one's mind and body. And so therefore, you see so much of murder taking place. The man is a composite composition of his, of his spirit. And so demon spirits will enter into a man to murder somebody. The man doesn't. He just uses his body and his mind to murder, uses his infrastructure of his body, but it's a spirit. You just don't murder somebody. You know, go break it down further. How does a biological father rape his own daughter? That's not natural. That's not human. It's powered by a demonic Spirit, it's empowered. It, it has, how does, a, how does a man kill, kill somebody? I, I, I was talking to my sister and a, a, young, a boy. They now have him incarcerated in a mental institution. But he stabbed his mother, how many times? 60, 60 odd times. He was going for a jugular. And seeing that she's not dying, he continually stabbed his mother. I'm not talking about his biological mother, uh, uh, his uh, stepmother. I'm talking biological. Who, who in their mind, their right sense of mind, you must be possessed. You must be empowered by a spirit. So, are you, are you with me this morning that spirits can occupy spaces in your body, in your mind, in your, in your, in your, in your, in your intellect? So, again, I want to just say, the official regulator of a man is his spirit. The spirit is the regulator of the man. Pay attention. The Holy Spirit is the believer's approved regulator. The Holy Spirit is the believer's approved regulator. However, there's a competition. Whilst God wants a man's spirit, the devil also wants a man's spirit. So there's the prince of the air that wants to have dominion over your spirit. The prince of the air. Let's just go to Ephesians 2 verses 1 to 6. I'm going to give you some scripture. And... You he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and we're by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God. Somebody say, but God. But God in his rich mercy. Because of his great love. With which he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by the grace which you have been saved. So he comes back, Christ in me, 
the hope of glory puts his Holy Spirit back inside of you so that your mind can be illuminated again, can have light again. Your life can have light again. And your life can have life again. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. That means uh, He's given you the Holy Spirit. You, 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 you have your human spirit and a battery backup. <laughs> we have something in, in this church. It's called an inverter. If the lights, if Eskom fails then that battery backup kicks in and keeps you going. If in your human spirit you fail, the Holy Spirit can kick in. You are not alone. You are not alone. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. Apostle, I was studying this yesterday, and, and, and by all means, infirmity can mean your sickness. But there is another version, another intensity of that infirmity. Like the woman in Luke chapter number 13, verse 11, she had the spirit of infirmity. That means when, when you're fighting a spirit, you'll need a spirit to fight a spirit. I said this before and I'll say it again. If you continuously go for medical examinations and the doctor is saying, I find no fault, like Caesar said with Jesus, I find no fault. It is a spirit. You can take all the medicine you want and treat the symptom, but you will still undergo the pain of the situation because it is a curse. It is a pattern and the pattern must be broken. Are we together this morning? Somebody say it's a spirit. Say it's a spirit. Let me tell you something about spiritual things. If you're having the same dream for more than three times, you are having a visitation. Whether it's demonic or inspired by the Holy Spirit, if it's three or more times, something is happening in the realm of the spirit above you, inside of you. So the Holy Spirit is your battery backup when you are weak, when you are incomplete and insufficient. I'm trying to show you this morning as you go through life's challenges. Life's challenges need not go through you. Or even if it goes through you, it needs to go through a built up system of a strong, strong spiritual core on the inside of you. I'm trying to build the embassy church to have a strong spirit. Spiritual countenance. Where you can say, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Where you have confidence and confidence to know that if God be for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. If you don't believe it, sit there and do nothing. But if you believe it, stand and say, I have a God kind of confidence on the inside of me. Like the songwriter said, I'm on my way to Canaan's land. Don't hinder me. Don't hinder me. The cross before me the world behind me 
And that's the thing that I want to tell you this morning. I came to tell you that there is something that can dilute the Holy Spirit inside of you. And that is what the, 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 the devil is in competition with God for. I'm getting ready to close this morning. But I want to tell you this morning that the prince of the air is also fighting you. He also wants a piece of you. He also wants to pour into your cup a, a portion of his water. Are we together this morning? There's gates. A spirit cannot enter your life without legal ground to enter you. Please, just read that. A spirit can never enter you if you don't give it permission. If you shut the gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eve was in total wholeness when God made her. And the prince of the air came and tempted her. You know, Apostle, I was studying this last night and it's amazing. Amazing in the garden. God puts two trees. Hmm. Two trees. Did you know there's two trees? <laughs> yeah, it's there in the Bible, man. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. It means if you choose Adam to eat of the tree of life, this means if you eat of this tree of this li of life, you will have everlasting. You will live. Hmm. It's a tree of life, and we focus so much on the tree of good and evil. It's a nice name. It, they, it couldn't give it a better. It's a nice name, you know, like a coriander. But it's dunya. You hear what I'm saying? So you don't say you want to put some dunya. You say put some coriander. It sounds, you want a taste of death? No, it's a tree of good and evil. But it's a tree. Two trees. Amazing, eh? Oh, when I get to heaven, I want to have a conversation with Eve. Why did you put us into so much of trouble? Why couldn't you just eat from the tree of life we just, all oh, everything would be one time. Oh, come down. <laughs> I was in a meeting and he was, he was telling the, the, the people uh, how people, people leave the church uh, on, a, on, a, on a spur of the moment. What were you saying? Yeah. And they go be there. Another pastor offer you leadership down the road. You, you're number one in a growing church, but you're in a go-to number. Uh, you're number 10 in a growing church, but you're in a go-to number one in a dying church. Calm down. Calm down. Relax. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, God is calling me to be a leader. You were sitting here for so long. God never called you to be a leader. Yeah, calm down. I'm preaching your message. Tell, tell you, calm down. Calm down. It's important to go for leadership seminars. Calm down. <laughs> but be that as it may. Where was I? Yeah, the tree. The tree. Watch this. Watch this. 
she lifted the gate. I came to tell you this morning, be careful that you don't lift the gates. Watch the gates that you do lift. The energy that God gives you in Psalm 24, 7, 8, 9, lift up the gates, O ye ancient heads. Lift up the gates so that the king of glory know which tree to stand before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what she did? To reverse the spirit of a, that comes through a gate, man can take a lifetime. It had to take Jesus to come down from heaven to shut this gate that Eve opened. There are some gates that you open. The devil knows that if you open this gate, it can go transgenerationally. You can go past your death. Enter your son. Enter your son's son. Enter your children's children's children. Because the father lifted the gate. Genesis, the gate is open. We're only going to shut this gate in Revelation. Oh, you want, you want to go deeper? A little bit deeper? When, 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 when they tasted of this fruit of this tree, God had to take them out of the garden. Why? Because she ate of this tree, Adam eats of this tree, now he's cursed. To preserve him, they take them and put them outside of the garden, put angels with flaming swords of fire to turn around, make sure, make sure he don't come back in the garden. Because if he come back in his curse stage, he's going to eat of the tree of and live forever condemned. No, you're joking. So God says, no, put him out until I send yeah, yeah, till I send the Savior to go on another tree. Three trees. Three trees on Golgotha. It is this picture that Christ has in mind when he comes to say, it is finished. Be careful. You, man is a composition of what? Spirit. And for apostles sake, I said we have a man's operating system like your DOS and your windows. Man has, is operated, has an operating system. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's called, it's called the Spirit. Man is governed, is regulated by a spirit. If you lose everything, don't lose what I'm about to say. Be careful which spirit you allow to govern you. To enter into you. And the thing about spirit, spiritual life is that Satan has a marketing department like no other. He can tempt you with, with color, with excitement. There's a thing called... Debauchery. I want to touch on that this morning. There are many ways that it can come to you. Are, you. are you with me? I cut and paste the meaning of debauchery. The dictionary meaning of debauchery. Extreme indulgence in bodily pleasures, especially sexual pleasures. 
behaviors involving sex, drugs, alcohol, etc., that is often considered immoral. Now, 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 wait, wait a minute. Who's considering this immoral? It all depends on which side you are on. Because some people don't consider this immoral. It depends which spirit is regulating you. Uh -huh. If it's the prince of the air and demonic spirits, they say it is good. As a matter of fact, I saw one invitation to a party. It says it's going to be debaucherous. It's going to be debaucherous. No rules. It's Bavira and Pamphira all together one. Look at these young people, they're saying we want to be in that party. <laughs> it will take you in, but it won't bring you out. Yeah. You will enter a vortex that will take you. It, it, it sounds nice. It even feels nice. As I said to you last week, that the spirit can appease your, it works on sensuality or spirituality. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Uh, Paul says, let's go this, let us behave decently as you do in daytime. <laughs> yeah, you caught that. As you do in daytime, not when the sun goes down. Oh, I'll talk to you about watches. How the Jewish people observe eight watches. And about the third watch. And about the sixth watch. And Jesus began to pray. You got to observe prayer times. Watches. Different evils manifest in different watches. Are we together this morning? We'll, we'll talk about that some other time. Not in sexual immorality and what? Debauchery. Not in dissension and jealousy. I rise to tell you this morning... Immorality will dominate your life if you lift that gate. And I'm closing with this. The conclusion of the matter then. When you understand that spirits are looking for you, you will not be careless with your life. Family of God, there are many ways of achieving your achievements. And on the road to achieving, you will also be shown some signals, some signs by demonic spirits and want to trade with you. Somebody say trade with me. A trade with Satan equals transgenerational transactions. It's not just the trade with you. It has to go to your children. The transaction has to go to your children's children's children. And it's a pattern. So the conclusion of the matter is in simple terms, have the fear of God. Have the fear of God. And remain sacredly pure unto God.